Welcome back to an episode of Chalk Talk. We got the boys, we got Hadley and Sporty and myself here on, on uh, NBA All-Star Weekend Sunday. Uh, fellas, how we doing? Good, thanks. We're doing good, driving home, couldn't miss this for the world. Yeah, so we got we got the show. The show's on the road, and literally Hadley Hadley is on the road. So if uh, if we lose Hadley at any point, just know you know he's driving, and uh, he's still with us. He's still with us. So, um, so hey guys, it's NBA All Star Weekend. Um, kicking off here in about a half hour. We got the three point contest, uh, followed by the NBA All Star Game, and then at halftime of the NBA All Star Game, we have the dunk contest. So. A little bit different this year due to uh, COVID and uh, protocol and stuff. So it's interesting to see, you know, each, you know, how each is going to play out. Actually, we have the skills competition too. I can't forget about that. Um, but I don't know. Is it just me or do we feel like a lot of people don't watch the skills competition? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's interesting. I mean, just to some extent, but it's not you know, doesn't live up to the hype of a three-point contest or the dunk contest, so, um, but because of all this, let's start with our top five, this week's top five, we have our top five uh, dunkers of all time, Hadley, we'll start with you, go ahead and give me your top five. Yeah, okay, so these, this list is a little interesting, I made it up pretty quick, I'm maybe leaving some very important guys out, but we're gonna, we're gonna forget about it and just uh, name the list here. Number one for me is Vince Carter. Uh, I would say that's probably going to be the same with you guys. Right. Um, just a freak athlete. Put down some crazy dunks. My personal favorite, I believe they call it like the haystack, where his whole arm's in the rim. Oh, yeah. Or honey, the, honey, the, the, the honey, honey dip. The honey dip. <laughs> yes, the honey dip. That's what it is. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, honey dip, Winnie the Pooh. That's my favorite dunk is. Um, Number two, this one's also a little weird, um, but in his prime, I think he's number two. I'd say Blake Griffin. He threw down uh, some of the best dunks that I've seen live. Mm -hmm. um, I forget who the one was over. I want to say it was Kendrick Perkins, which makes it even better for me because <laughs> I hate him. Um, but that guy's dunks in his prime were just unreal. Um, number three. Wait, hold, on, hold, on. hold on. Before you go to, yeah. Before you go to three here. Um, you know, when we were little, we watched the, uh, the dunk over the car. Um, at the time, you know, it was, it, it was a sweet dunk, but you know, even when I was little, I was like, uh, he jumped over the front part. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was yeah. still an impressive dunk, but yeah. it wasn't like he, he jumped the length of the car or he didn't jump over the, the, the roof of the car. But I mean, it was, uh, I think it got more hype than what it actually was, but it was still on his part. It was still a good idea to, you know incorporate that into his dunk but anyway go ahead number three. Oh, it was it was <laughs> it was purely a sponsorship thing i don't think it was like to be like super fancy right i think he just wanted to get his sponsor out there and it definitely worked exactly um but number three i'm gonna go with the mamba kobe bryant um definitely an underrated dunker he's known for his clutch shots and stuff but the guy when he was number eight slammed it right slammed it. yep Number four, uh, in my opinion, the king of the dunk contest, Zach Levine. Uh, he's a phenomenal player now, but before he was, just an incredible dunker. Mm -hmm. uh, he, I, the only problem, the reason he's this low is I haven't seen him in games throw down these kind of dunks. That's really only been in the dunk contest, but that's enough to put him on the list. Yeah. 
five, I'm going to go with the uh, guy that's right below him and Aaron Gordon. Aaron Another Gordon. stud in the dunk contest. I have seen him do it in the games a little bit, but him not having that dunk contest win, I guess it's going to put him at five. All right. Sporty, go ahead. Give, give us your top five. All right. I have some similarities and I have some differences in the top five here. All right. Go ahead. All right. Number one, and now we got both have the same guy. Good old BC, good old North Carolina, James <laughs> Carter. Uh, number two, this is going to maybe surprise you guys. I remember him during my time, about seven years after I was living, back in the, back in the early mid-90s. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Dominique Wilkins. See, dude, I, I was yep. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about adding him to the, to my top five, but um, but yeah, I I think that's a, that's a solid pick. Go ahead, Sporty. Number three, good old old guy, legendary MJ Michael Jordan. Yep. Number three, number four, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to round out the starting five. My all-time dunkers. Another another prime time guy during my younger days is the good old Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp from Seattle, oh. Seattle SuperSonics. I like that. I like the Sean Kemp pick. It's definitely an interesting pick. Um, so uh, I'll I'll go with my top five here. Obviously, number one across the board, we got Vince Carter. Uh, number two, I'm gonna give it to Aaron Gordon just because of his um. MB, or his uh, dunk contest uh, appearance. First of all, he got robbed twice. So in my opinion, I think yeah. some of those dunks that he was able to uh, complete in the dunk dunk contest definitely puts him up at two. Um, you know, I don't. I think I took this kind of approach as a more of a dunk contest. You know, their dunks in that compared to in game dunks. Um, but number three, I got Zach Levine. Obviously, he's he beat out Gordon. Um, and he put up some, you know, ridiculous dunks. And then four, I got Kobe Bryant uh, with obviously his in-game dunks were pretty, pretty sweet as well. And then five, I think, I mean, if it wasn't for COVID, I think he'd be, he'd definitely be in this year's dunk contest. Um, young guy on the rise here, I, I guarantee we'll see him in, you know, at least one dunk, dunk contest here. I got Zion Williamson. Uh, some of his dunks that I've seen in, you know, in his high school days or his AAU days, even at Duke. Uh, his in-game dunks are pretty, pretty insane, and for for his size and uh, his athletic ability, he can put down some some pretty impressive dunks. So look for him to be. You know, I'm even gonna say right now, he's definitely gonna be in the dunk contest next year. If he's healthy, he, he's gonna be ready to go, and I think I think he'll be he'll, he'll definitely win the dunk competition. So right now, I'm gonna hammer it, hammer it. Right. Zion wins the dunk competition. I like <laughs> so. No, I I I. I Zion on my list, Kev. Yeah. But I had to take him off for Aaron Gordon. But I'm really surprised that neither of you guys had prime Blake Griffin. See, I had, I was thinking Blake Griffin. I had him, I have him right here on my list at four. And then you said about Kobe Bryant, and I was like, you know what? I, I got to give it to Kobe here. Kobe's my guy. Uh, so I, I couldn't leave him off the list there. Um, but uh, so wait, so, so Sporty, you, you had Kemp at five. You right. you had who who was your fourth? Kobe. Kobe. All right. Third MJ. Two was Wilkins and and one was Carter. So kind of a uh, kind of an old school approach here from from Sporty. And then 
Hallie and I had some more some more modern, but hey, I guess it's you know the area you grow up in and and what you see uh, live on TV. So, um, so now looking ahead here at the three point contest, um, you know, limited to you know guys who were playing in the All Star game, but obviously the best of the best here in the three point contest. Just wanted to mention here, missing out on Devin Booker, uh, he is being replaced with Mike Connolly. I don't think. I mean, Connolly, you know, great great shooter, but I don't think he has what it takes to knock off some of these other guys. So our contestants, we got Curry, Tatum, Mitchell, uh, Brown, and Levine. Fellas, who do you have taken at Sporty? We'll start with you. I got, I got Curry all the way. Curry all the way. <laughs> Hadley? Yeah, so yeah, everyone knows my guy, Steph Curry. So yeah. I'm going to pick him. But I will say I'm getting a little nervous. I'm hearing everyone picking Seth, and I think everyone's kind of giving the the jinx here. So right. don't be surprised if Donovan Mitchell comes out and wins too. Yeah, I mean I, I'm going to go Curry here too. Um, just straight across the board here with Curry, unbelievable shooter. Um, but yeah, I, I, it will be it will be interesting to see um, if somebody else in the field here can can knock him off. You know, if, if Curry has a bad round or one bad rack, um, but you know, I think the safe pick here is, is definitely Curry. Um, and then we have the dunk competition coming up. Got some some younger guys in here uh, due to, obviously, I think due to due to COVID. I, I mean, they can't necessarily. It, it was strange how they how they picked these guys. You know, we were just talking. You know, you would have loved to have seen if they were taking guys who were actually playing in the All Star game, like you know Zion, Kawhi, uh, maybe not Kawhi, but Giannis. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I would be fine with, you know, those three guys of Mitchell, Giannis, and, and Zion. So, um, but but we don't have that this year. We got uh, Toppin, Simmons, and, and Stanley. Um, Cassius Stanley, I, I think he has a real legit shot of, of winning this year. Um, Hadley, who do, you, who do you have winning? Yeah, I'm going with you. I have Cassius Stanley. That guy at Duke. Maybe not as good as a player as we thought he'd be, but he's a hell of a dunker. Yeah, I think he's going to win it with ease. Right, yeah. Sporty, who do you have winning? I'm going with the outcast here, all right? I'm going with Toppin from the little Dayton. Oh, Dayton. Okay. The Dayton Flyers making, a, making an appearance. Dayton Flyers making an appearance. And, and, and taking over. Wasn't he just what, 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 Wasn't he just hurt? What, didn't he just come yeah. off? Like, why is he in a dunk competition if he just came off an injury? I'm assuming, I, you know, I couldn't tell you. I'm assuming he just really, really wanted to do it. That's yeah, the only thing that makes sense. Exactly, because, like, I mean, you know, the Knicks are, are, are legit. They have a legit chance playoff to make the playoffs. Team. They're a playoff team. Right, and if, and if I'm, I mean, obviously he's kind of like their, you know, he's right there with the support cast. He's not up into, you know, their their best player, but, I mean, he still provides solid minutes for them. If I'm, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I don't think he's going to get hurt in dunk contest, but, like, I don't know. Stranger things have happened, so I mean, I, yeah. I I don't know how I I don't know how I feel about him, you know, in the dunk contest. But uh, but yeah, I, I mean, any one of these guys. I mean, I, I think Stanley just. I mean, again, Stanley's kind of like a guy where we've seen him uh, dunking in some of his high school highlights, and his in-game dunks are are pretty insane. So, um, but uh, you know, so we got the dunk contest in between at halftime here of the actual All Star game. 
looking at Team LeBron and Team Durant, we were just talking a couple minutes ago how you know how lopsided this game could be. Um, Sporty, we'll start with you. Who do you have yeah. winning this game, and and why do you have uh, them winning? Um, I got I got Team LeBron winning. How so? Uh, how bad? <laughs> can you get, can you give uh, us a spread here? Give us a spread. I'll give you my score prediction. Go ahead. Uh, team LeBron, 155. Okay. All right, 155. Team Durant, 150. 150. Hey, hey, so again, we do have the Elam ending uh, in the NBA All-Star game, which is which is definitely interesting, so um, look out for that. But, yeah, so I think right now I think Vegas has the line set at uh, Team LeBron minus four. So Sporty, Sporty likes uh, Team LeBron to, to cover that spread. Um, anybody particular you're looking on uh, Team LeBron to have an MVP kind of All Star Game performance? Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's, uh, Giannis is going to have a heck of an All Star Game. Are we, we think a triple double. Triple double. <laughs> hey, hammer it. Hammer the, the hammer the triple double of Giannis, Giannis right. and LeBron J- and Team LeBron to win by four four more. <laughs> you make a lot of money there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? While we're talking about hammers, I, I want to touch upon this. Hadley, your hammer hit last week. Very, very <laughs> shockingly. Yes, it I don't yes, know how it, it did. What was that hammer? It was. Uh, hammer it, was Illinois. Yeah. Even. Yes. E- even. Amen to happen. Yep. Even, even without Io, I don't know how the heck they did it. I mean, Michigan shot like putrid, and I mean Illinois was on fire, but that 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 was pretty that was pretty insane. So I mean, if you if you put a hundred, couple hundred bucks on that, you were you were good to go. So for anyone that won hundreds of dollars because of me, you're welcome. <laughs> so all right, back to back to the All Star game. Uh, Hadley, who do you have winning, and why? Um, yeah, we were just talking about this right before. Um, this might have been the worst draft I've ever seen put together by anyone or anything in my life by Kevin Durant. <laughs> uh, LeBron absolutely robbed him. It was criminal, and he might have to be charged by the federal government because of how big of a robbery this was. However, uh, I think the team LeBron wins by 30. Jeez. Whoa! I think, I think this is an absolute blowout. Actually, we'll we'll calm it down a little bit. We'll say fifteen because this is the All Star game. No one's gonna be playing defense. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say a fifteen point win for Team LeBron, and I'm gonna say it's either Giannis or LeBron for the MVP. They're gonna have the ball in their hands the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go with LeBron just to be safe. I feel like he's gonna put up big numbers. Uh, but yeah. I'd, Let's hope that the Elon ending isn't a free throw like it was last year from Anthony Davis. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of the Elon ending just to avoid, you know, free throws and and, and fouling and stopping the clock. Like I, I like that role uh, coming from the TBT. Um, but at the same time, unless a guy gets completely, you know, completely slaughtered going to the rack, I don't think it right. should be allowed to end on. Free throws. I mean, if you want to call, if you want to call a foul, um, and he and he hits his free throws, how about the next shot he makes has to be, you just so so basically, let's let's say, let's say you know they're a point away from winning, 
and he hits that free throw. The next bucket, so like, let's just say the Elam ending would be the score would be one sixty, and he hit and he hits a free throw to make it one sixty one in game. I think you just bump it up a couple extra points. However many free throws are made in that final minute, something where it's not ending on a you know on a game winning free throw. If if there is a if there is a free throw made at the at the buzzer there, then I think you have to extend the game to the next bucket. So even if like, so let's say the scores, you know. 160 to 150 and team LeBron just needs one point or something and it gets to 161 on a free throw I think the Elam ending score has to change to like 163 you know what I mean so that way you don't have a you know a cheap foul or or something where it's not in the it's it's in the hands of the ref at that point so yeah that that game was super fun to watch and it just ended so you know Quickly, with that free throw. Everyone wanted him to miss. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I didn't like the way that ended. But I think the Elam ending is great. And uh, I'm going to say final score, 172 to 157 LeBron. All right. Uh, yeah, no-brainer here. i got, got to take Team LeBron. Um, I think LeBron ends up being the MVP. I'm going to say Curry makes – I'm going to say Curry makes six threes at least. I'm gonna say he, he's gonna keep going off from the three point contest, and they're gonna find him the ball, and he's gonna he's gonna be jacking up some threes. And he, he's not just gonna be you know jacking them up; he's gonna be making them too. So, um, way out for Curry. Curry's gonna have I'm gonna say we'll put we'll put his over under at, at 21. So I'm gonna say he he definitely hits that over. Um, but I'm gonna say LeBron gets a triple double, and he will be the MVP. So I, I like Team LeBron winning. Uh, one, we'll say 168 to 162. I mean, I, I, I do think it's going to be, I mean, on paper, if these guys were playing, you know, a full game and they're playing hard, I think, you know, team LeBron does win by, you know, 10 or more, but because it's the all-star game, like we said, no defense. So I think it's can be close towards the end there. So. Um, now looking at speaking about the three point contest, we want to take a look at our if we were to take three guys of all time, what our I, ideal uh, three point contest would look like. Sporty, we'll start with you. Who are your three guys? If you had to take, if you want to see a three point contest, maybe your three best purest shooters of all time. Who would you want to see in that in that three point contest? All right, good old Davidson, Davidson, Steph Curry. Yep. All right, number two, I want to mix up a little bit. I was debating between two guys. So I, I decided on uh, Kyle Korver. Kyle, okay, Kyle Korver. That's that's a good pick. And uh, another guy, my last guy here to round up my three, uh, a guy during my time, good old former Pacer, Reggie, the bald head. <laughs> Reggie like the bald head. I like that. Yeah, I do like that. So you take – so what, you got uh, – Curry, Corver, and, and Miller. I do like that, yeah. So I think, if I'm not wrong, I think they are in the top four. I think those three guys are in the top four all time for most threes made. Yep. So, yeah, you definitely yeah, got... And, and, uh, and uh, Ray Allen's in, in, the, in there, too. Yeah, I would say, yeah, he's in, the, he's in the mix, too. So, yeah, you definitely got uh, definitely got the correct pick there with those three. Curry, Corver, and Miller. Who, who do you think wins, Sporty, out of those three guys? Uh I guess you got to go with Curry. Yeah, I mean, if you're picking him tonight, I mean, you're taking him in, in any in any situation here. Hadley, go ahead. Give me your ideal uh, top three for a three-point contest. Yeah, the most fun competition would be between the three best three-point shooters of all time. And for me, 
That'd be the greatest player to ever pick up a basketball, Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> okay, I thought that was gonna get some more. I was, I was, I didn't know, if, I didn't know, sport. <laughs> sure. I didn't know, sport. Sure. was gonna say anything first. That's why I didn't say anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's the best shooter. Best shooter. We yeah, all shooter, over, um, overall player. I mean, yeah. That, <laughs> but go ahead. He def- um, definitely made an impact in the NBA. So. <laughs> yes, he's changed the game. Yeah. Number two, his best buddy, Clay Thompson. Uh, second best shooter of all time. You can't change my mind. And the third best shooter of all time, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Those are my three. And if I had to pick one to win, I'd have to go Seth Curry. He's yep. my guy. Yep. All right, I'm gonna keep it uh, keep it going here with uh, the Curry train. I got Curry, I got I got Ray Allen. Um, you know, just one of his one of his you know memorable threes against the Spurs. That's gonna be a shot that you know you remember forever. So, uh, and then you have here here's kind of a wild card pick. Um, I was looking over the list and I you know I was thinking Corver, but I wanted to you know spice up a little bit. Maybe somebody who's not you know right in the top. Five all-time shooting threes. I'm gonna go with Big Dirk. Dirk, I think, can definitely do some damage from the three-point line, and, it, and it's pretty impressive. He was, I'd say, he's he, he's a power forward that kind of uh, set the tone for for a big guy being able to shoot threes. He's, a, he's the one of the first stretch fours. Yeah, so sure. um, I think you got to give him credit for you know that wasn't necessarily his role, but he. He uh, adapted and, and, and picked up the, the three-point shot, so he was able to, you know, cash out on a lot of threes here. But, again, i got to go Curry uh, out of this list. Um, if he loses tonight, we're going to look like a bunch of idiots. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, I'm starting to, start to get worried. We're, we're picking him tonight. We're picking him in our, uh, in our dream three-point uh, contest as well. So um, if he doesn't show up, we're going to take a big fat L. But yeah, uh, it'll be all our fault. Yeah, if he doesn't. Sorry, Steph. Here, here's an interesting take. Um, out of all of our 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 chalk talk panel, who wins in a three point contest? Sporty, we'll start with you. Out of all the guys here, you, you can you can vote for yourself. But uh, who who would you take if you had to put some money down on the line? For uh, three points. Yeah, three point contest. All right, I'll I'll go with the uh, headman, Pastor. All right, there. I was gonna say if you don't pick me. Brother, brother, brother to brother. That's right. Yeah, well, we you got to keep that. Um, <laughs> Hadley, who are you going with? Okay, well, it's definitely going to be between me and you, in my opinion. All right. Um, I'd say the safer pick would be you. Okay. I think you're a more consistent shooter. I think I can get harder. So, obviously, I'm going to take myself because I bet on myself. Right. But all right. If you're in Vegas and you're putting this bet down, I, I say you probably take Kevin to be safe. <laughs> um, I, all right. I, I appreciate that, fellas. Uh, I, too, would take myself. But if I if I had to pick somebody else on here, um, I think it would also – hey, we got to throw in uh, cuts in, in the mix here. I think you, you got you to gotta, you gotta keep in mind the cuts. Um, th- this, this is what makes me mad. I, I, I do think you would be tops, you know, with, with the three-point shootout. Sporty, he can get hot, so watch out for him. Trevor, eh, I, I feel he's like an elbow. he's an elbow. Yeah, yeah, he's. I feel like elbow grease, elbow grease. I, I feel like tr- Trevor's best rack, I think, would come from uh, the middle. That's just yeah. me. Um, I think. Uh, I think he'd have. I th- he'd have a solid rack down at the middle, but uh, 
Shope, I, Shope's not, you know, he, he's he's all right three-point shooter. Selfish. Right, but he, here's the thing. Anytime that we go up just shooting around, messing around, he freaking somehow cashes out, which makes me so mad. Yep. If we're playing, you know, a game of 100 or 200, he, he consistently, like, knocks them out. And I'm like, dude, where's this at in, in a game situation? So, I mean, now here's the next question. Where, where are we shooting at? Are we shooting indoors? Are we shooting... You know, are we shooting at St. Rose? That's a great question. Are we shooting at That's Baker? Are we shooting at Mansion Park, RIP? Are we shooting at Lakemont? I mean, it's... If, if we're in Memorial, I'm taking myself 100 times out of 100. Yeah. That's my home court. Yeah. However, <laughs> if we're indoors, anything could happen. And if we're outdoors, the wind is a huge factor. So right, yeah. Gonna, um, we're going to adjust. Yeah. It, hey, maybe we, we can get this done. We were going to get this done last spring until... Freaking COVID hit, but uh, uh, maybe we can do it this summer. Three yeah, point we, contest. Yeah, we get the three point contest going to see. Uh, have the whole have the whole chalk talk group. Yeah, we'll, we'll see here. I I'm, like how it sounds. I'm gonna set the uh, we'll set the poll on Twitter here at the end Down of the at Memorial Park. Uh, I don't know about Memorial Park. Let's let's set it at Lake. <laughs> we'll set it at Lakemont. Yeah, Lakemont's a fair fair gig for us all. Yeah. Or even Pleasant Valley, you never know. Uh, all right, here, here's the ideal for for anybody in in Altoona. I feel like this is the safe bet here. You want to take mansions, hoops, mansions, hoops, or rims with Lake Mont's backboards. I know there's, I one, know. Court, there's one court that's definitely going to be out is Baker because those rims are terrible. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe not so much like, okay. I feel like Mansion Park's rims were good outdoor rims and hoops. Lake Mont's are, I don't like their rims. With their backboard necessarily, because there is a dead spot where you just have to hit the backboard and it's automatically it's going too in. Easy to bank. Yeah, it's way too easy. Right. So I mean, I, I feel like I feel like you got to go. I think the the best court all time, best hoops. It's got to be Mansions. And and of course like and of course that's like that's taken away. So, um, but yeah, Lakemont Park three point shootout. We're coming this summer. So I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter. We'll see. We'll see what the the people have to say about that. So, um, so yeah, that, enough of that. Um, switching gears from basketball talk. Now we got uh, some big news coming out of the NFL. We have first off, we'll start with the big, the big, big, big news. JJ Watt going to the Cardinals. Um, I know we had talked. Cardinals definitely was not in the conversation for us, any one of us. So, um, Sporty, we'll start with you. How do you think uh, Watt's gonna? How much of an impact do you think he's going to make for the Cardinals? And if you think he's going to make a huge impact, how far can they potentially go in the playoffs? Well, you know what? I was reading today. It all came down to money, and he got what he wanted. Right. He wanted 15 to 16 annually, and he's getting 23 guaranteed, 23 million guaranteed. Yep. So he's, he's set in stone. Uh, with impact, I think he's going to make a major impact for them on defense. Uh, in the last, uh, there's a stat in the last uh, n- nine years, Chandler, Chandler, uh, Chandler Jones, another linebacker from the Cardinals. Yep, yep. And JJ uh, White combined in the last nine years, they have 193 sacks combined. <laughs> That's I mean, that, that, is, that, is, that is pretty insane. So, I mean, the Cardinals, they're definitely going to be getting after it on the defensive side. Uh, 
So I, I think I think they'll make it to the second round of playoffs this year and, and uh, lose. Okay. But, but they are a playoff team this year with J.J. Watt. Uh, he'll have an MVP season. Don't know if he'll win the MVP, but he'll have an MVP season with the Cardinals, which right. will spark the Cardinals on He will have a major Okay. All right. His ha- best. He might have his best career ever. Oh. Being. In a Cardinals uniform. Oh, hammer it! Wow. <laughs> hammer it! Wow! <laughs> hammer it! I mean, heck, you got the other defensive player of the year with his with his brother, and you have another defensive player of the year uh, candidate in Aaron Donald in the same division. So that's that's some pretty interesting ties there. Um, JJ Watt will have his best career this year of twenty twenty one in Arizona. Okay. Mark my words now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hadley, how, how much of an impact do you think Watt's going to make with the Cardinals? Um, I'd say I'd say a good impact. I wouldn't say a huge impact. Okay. Um, people are struggling to forget that he's struggled to stay healthy recently. Right. Uh, which which I mean could come into play easily. Um, I think that division is absolutely loaded. I've been saying that. I think it's one of the best divisions I've ever seen on paper. So I do think they make the playoffs. I don't think it's more than a wild card at the moment. I think the Rams are better, and I think this, the 49ers are better. I think they're right there with Seattle. Obviously, Russell Wilson has some concerns of leaving. but Yeah. Uh, I think Watt is going to have a good year. As long as he stays healthy, I'd say 10-plus sacks is a lock. He plays at least 13 games. Mm-hmm. Um. But overall, I, I don't think they're going to be anything crazy. I think him and Chandler Jones, yes, that is going to be pretty nasty. And if they can re-sign Hassan Reddick, who just had a phenomenal year, that would be a big signing, too. That would be three guys that you can just rotate. Oh, yeah. They have incredible pass rushers off the edge. So yeah. They're in a really good spot. I, I think those will be a, a solid, solid team. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, if you get any team that Watt's going to be on, he's going to make a somewhat of a, I mean, somewhat of an impact no matter you know who he's on i mean right. so um i think right now i think that puts the cardinals i'm gonna give them i'm i'm gonna say they're the second best uh team in the nfc west now that they have him i do think the rams are still absolutely loaded you know compared to the rest of the the division um don't know what's going on in seattle as of right now um seattle's defense kind of is what's you know keeping me from putting the seahawks there at two and uh, the 49ers there on, on the offensive side of the ball, that's what's kind of, you know, kind of shaky for me to p- put them at an automatic lock for the two spot there in the NFC West. But, uh, you know, the Cardinals, they got uh, Murray, Hopkins. So I think on both sides of the ball, they're, they're well balanced. Um, be interesting to see, you know, how their draft goes and what, uh, what young guys can make an impact. So I do think they make the playoffs. Um, Sneak in there with a wild card spot. I'm gonna give them. Well, let's see here. Just I gotta think off the top of my head. So obviously, teams are that are gonna be ahead of them are safe to say we're gonna say uh, uh, the Rams. Um, and then you have to take obviously the divisional winner. So whether it's the Cow- Cowboys, Bucks, um, and then the Packers. So you got those four right there. Um, and then honestly. <laughs> Honestly, it's anybody's, you know, between what's going on in this, you know, New Orleans. Um, some, I mean, who knows what the, what the Eagles, what they're going to do. 
uh, even maybe the Giants. Um, trying to think who else could maybe, I mean, even 49ers Seahawks. I mean, you got a bunch of teams there. I could see the Cardinals, you know, sneaking into that five spot there. Um, it's definitely definitely doable and manageable for them. So I'm going to give them the, uh, I'll give them the sixth seed. And I'm going to say that they play the, hmm, I'm going to say that they play the Packers. I'm going to say the Packers finished third. You got to put the Bucks ahead, and I'm going to say the Rams are going to go ahead of the Packers this year. So, um, I, and I do think the Cardinals are going to have a tough time beating the Packers. So, um, I mean, obviously anything can happen, but right now I'm going to say they're playoff team, and they lose in the first round. So, um, and then on the AFC side of the of the NFL, Big Ben uh, just re-signed with the Steelers for a one-year deal. Um, looking at this year, Sporty, you think this is a good, good. Uh, good deal for the Steelers or what were your overall thoughts here? Uh, I guess. I mean, what everyone's saying, uh, we don't know. We don't know. So I think it's his last for all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, but his last for all, you got to try to, you got to try to sign Juju. Juju wants to stay now. So go out. Him and Juju can go out. Can maybe, Big Ben can set, set a couple career uh, records in the last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think if they're going to sign Juju, it's not going to be for a one-year deal. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do right. I do think it's important that they keep Juju. Um, Patty, what are, your, what are your thoughts on Big Ben signing with the Steelers? Yeah, I mean, there's kind of expected. I think they saved, what, maybe five mil in cap room? Some, yeah, it was like, I saw like a stat. It was like, yeah, 19, like 19 mil yeah. dropped down to like 14 mil or something like that. So. Yeah, right. I, it's nothing, it's it's not enough to do anything crazy. So, I mean, the team's going to stay very similar. Yeah. Um, which, to me, it's just not good enough. I, I'd say you're looking at maybe a 10 and 6 year, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's Pittsburgh standards to be about that. that yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, I think he's still playing. At a good like rate, right? I yeah. Mean, people act like the signing is, you know, something bad. He's still a good quarterback. He's still playing really well. Right. Uh, just they're not. It's not good enough, right? For now, they're just kind of in this weird spot that they're going to be, you know, a, a playoff team, but not nearly enough to go. To it all. Football. It all comes down to what you do in the playoffs, and they haven't done crap in the <laughs> playoffs. <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> Um, as, Kevin I mean, I, as, as Kevin and I were at an AFC championship game a few years ago, okay, and one fan yells, Tomlin, you're a glorified cheerleader, and I will stick to that statement until the day I die. And he is <laughs> a glorified cheerleader. Uh, I, I don't think he's a glorified I like him. I, like I, like him. Him. I, don't... I used to think so, and then that Duck Hodges 8-8 eight eight year was very impressive to me. They, they easily should have been a bottom five team that year and they almost made the playoffs. Yeah. I mean what I he, give him credit for that. What he's been able to do in Pittsburgh with, you know, even obviously the A B and Le'Veon distractions to keep that team where it was and not ever go under five hundred, that's that's pretty impressive. So I'm gonna trust the Steelers judgment here. I mean obviously it is Ben's last hurrah. Um it is gonna be very difficult to, you know, get over the hump and win a playoff game or two. I definitely think they can win a playoff game. Um I want to I ask a question whenever you're done. All right, hold on. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, they could have beaten the Browns this year. They, they literally beat themselves up. So I'm going to stick to that and say, you know, the Browns, they're not better than the Steelers. The Steelers clearly beat themselves up. Obviously, the Browns played well. 
Um, but the Steelers played probably their worst game ever. So uh, I was just at the wrong time, wrong place. Um, but uh, it will be interesting to see what they do. This is going to be interesting to see what they do with the draft, how, you know, attack the O-line here. Um, do you go on the defense side of the ball? I mean, heck, Bush is back, and that was a huge piece that kind of they were missing. I mean, I know you had some guys that fill in and stepped up, but it wasn't you didn't have Devin Bush at the end of the day. So, um, but yeah, they got they got to get their run game. They they got to figure something out with uh, with their new offense um, because Feekner, again, I'll say this till the day I die: Feekner and Haley were not good situational, you know, offensive coordinators. And I think that really, really hurts. So, I mean, obviously, Feekner, if you're going to sit on, you know, we're going to tell Ben just to sit on, you know, the the quick routes. And that's what we did with Rudolph. I'm going to continue to say this on this podcast. I'm going to say it to everybody else. Rudolph is a guy that you got to let throw the ball deep. He did it at Oklahoma State. And look where that got him. Him and James Washington. And boom, they're on the Steelers. Feekner, if you're going to limit Rudolph, if you, heck, if you're even going to limit Ben to throwing five-yard 10 rep, ten yard routes. It's not going to get the job done. You got to open up the playbook, and and get it going here. So, um, but yeah, I, I I think they can go. I mean, I don't have their schedule off the top of my head, but I could see them going, you know, eleven and five, and I I mean I, I still think they're good enough to win the the division. So, I mean the Raven the Ravens and Browns. I mean obviously the Ravens are probably more of a threat, but. Uh, I mean, it it could be. I want to be. I mean, it's not a surprise if any one of those three, you know, whoever wins it wins it. But um, I still think the Steelers are are still in the driver's seat to to win that division. It's just you know, it's gonna be tough to get past um, Kansas City, and I mean, heck, they could have beaten the Bills too. So I mean, they were in a lot of close games. But um, yeah, yeah, I gotta say something. Go ahead. This this division's getting good now. I mean. The Bengals aren't an easy win anymore. Oh yeah, They're be really good. I know. Yep. Yeah. So Joe Burrow, he'll be he'll be ready to go. So uh, in the tackle, hopefully, they got really good weapons on offense. Yeah. Defense is starting to build up. They could be scary soon. Right. So after after this coming up football season, I'll I'll be a little bit worried um, if they don't figure out you know what their plan is with the quarterback situation. If somebody doesn't really you know you know fall to them in, in the Next draft, not this draft. They're definitely not going to have to quarterback this draft. But um, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Like I, I'm, I'm talking like first agree, round. I'm yes, talking, for, I'm talking first round. They're not going to go after a quarterback. They might go. Oh. They might get somebody like late. Jamie in the, Newman. They might. Yeah, but, but he's he's not the answer. No way is Jamie Newman the answer. No offense. No offense yeah, to him. But he, I think they're going to. I think they're going to get a running back in the first round. Running back first Harris, round. Harris or. I don't. One of those two. They need an offensive lineman. Hey, thought about that. The more it just makes no sense to me. There, there's no reason why you go get a, a running back in the first round if you're in their position. I'm I mean, gonna hammer that right now, guys. That's... First round pick, a running back. Oh, hammer that, it. I need a hammer. That, that nail just that nail's popping out of the wood. It's not staying in hammered because there that's not gonna happen. So, um, I mean, obviously, I, I wouldn't be you know complaining if they got Harris or Etn, but uh. They need an offensive lineman too bad. So, um, Sporty, what was your question? My question, okay. I want to know what you guys think. Who will the Steelers quarterback be in 2022? 2022. All right, so we already ruled out the Big Ben's not going to be there. Um, will, it, will it be Mason Rudolph or no? No. I mean, I don't Allie think... Allie says, 
no. Simply put, no. There's there's going to be – I mean, if you would have said last year, hey, you have a chance at Deshaun Watson, I would say, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, there's so much stuff that happens in the NFL calendar year that – you really can't guess. Right. It's impossible. So yeah. all I can tell you is it won't be Mason Rudolph and it'll be someone else somehow. Yeah. I mean, that's probably that's a fair fair statement there. I mean, there's too – yeah, like he said, there's too many things that pop up here randomly. So um, while I'd like to see it be Rudolph because, I mean, I think he can develop and, and be something great. He's got a strong arm. Um, I think if he's in the right, you know, offensive system, I think he can be a pretty pretty solid quarterback. Um, but obviously he would be the, the fourth best quarterback in the division if he was at the helm. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be somebody different. Don't know who that guy is going to be. Could it be somebody who is a, you know, is a veteran, free agent. Free agent. Free agent. Yeah. Is, is he a veteran in the NFL or is he uh, a rookie coming out of, uh, at a college? So I, 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 it's not going to be Dwayne Haskins. And Why it, did they sign him? I mean, just in case, maybe you know something happens to Ben, and they don't have to strictly rely on Rudolph. Watch, watch, watch. He'll start again. You'll have to come in again. No, you know what? He'll he'll start he'll start the last week of the season because they're going to rest their starters for the playoffs. So, um, but in in twenty twenty two, I don't think they're going to necessarily start a rookie quarterback. I I don't think if I had to pick between a rookie quarterback and somebody who has NFL experience, um. Obviously, I think I'm going to go with the guy that has NFL experience. It's not going to be Rudolph, but uh, you know, whoever whoever falls into free agency in the following year, I think they're going to find somebody in free agency to, to replace Ben. So, um, so yeah, that was our football talks. Now we're going to go back to basketball, but we're going to bring it down to the college ranks. Uh, March Madness is it's it's coming in hot, fellas. We got conference championships here wrapping up. Um, but before we get into all the March Madness talks, we'll save that for we'll save it for next Sunday. We'll have a hopefully have an early morning podcast before uh, the selection Sunday. Um, my topic this week we got uh, looking at the mid majors. We're gonna give the mid majors some love. Uh, what who or yeah, let's say uh, who's a mid major that could uh, maybe get on a little uh, Cinderella run here, maybe do some damage uh, and play with the big boys here. In March, Hadley, we'll start with you. Yeah, so here, first, of all, here. <laughs> first of all, I want to say bravo to the NCAA for making this thing happen. Yep, I've been in a much better mood the past week and a half knowing that it's coming up. Um, bravo to Indianapolis for hosting, it's the best city ever. Um, <laughs> biased a little bit, a little bit, uh, but. I would say one mid-major team for me is a team that a lot of people would probably say, which is Wichita State, just based off their history. Yep. Uh, it seems like they're always producing guys that are, you know, playing hard, uh, always heat up at the right time. I feel like that could happen for them in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Lenardi had them at a 12 seed. I think that's fair. I think that matchup, 5-12, is one of the best Cinderella matchups there is. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, as long as they're not playing, like, Gonzaga early in the tournament, I think they can make a run. Right, yeah. Sporty, who's your mid-major you got uh, make some da- or doing some damage here in, in March? All right, I got a little – could be a sleeper. Sleeper, all right. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Moorhead State. Moorhead State. Moorhead State. Wow. <laughs> the all right. old 
ultimate head scratch. <laughs> hey, I'm scratching my head. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, did you just? Did you do you like I them? Did some, I did some research on them. Okay. All right. Go ahead. They've won out of their last twenty games. They've won nineteen out of out of their last twenty games. I mean, heck, you gotta play. You gotta be hot come March. So I mean, that's and definitely. They just beat, hey, they just beat Belmont. Belmont's usually in the tournament, and they shellac them. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people had Belmont. Did they play, did they play Huntington? <laughs> Huntington, Bearcats. <laughs> no, they played Belmont. <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, but Belmont, yeah, they were they were kind of like that that lock. They, I mean, Lenardi, uh, myself, I had them, you know, falling at that at that twelve spot. But uh, Moorhead State, they just clinched their their tickets. So, hey, fun well, fact. Three and seven. Nope. I think they might be a twelve seed. I think they're going to win, win. I'm going to say their first round game. Okay. Put a scare in the second round game, but go out in the second round, but. Put a scare in the second second round in the NCAA tournament, but like I said, hammer it. They'll win their, their first round game. Put a scare and win a close and lose a close game in the second round. But okay. they will win the first round game this year. Mark my words, right now, Morehead State <laughs> moving on to the round. <laughs> I love it. To the round of what thirty two? Yeah, thirty two. Yep. All so right. I, I think, yeah. Here, yeah, here, here, here's a fun fact. Let's see if anybody knows. I don't know if this is 100% going to be a, right. a, a correct trivia question, but uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if he was the only guy drafted from Moorhead State. We but lost uh, Yeah, we lost Hallie, but it's, it's all right. He'll, he'll be back on. We got the little uh, connection. Uh, has a little hazard. Oh, there we go. He's back. back. He's back. Okay. Um, hey, hey, hey. By mountains now. We're by mountains. You're good. You're good. Um, what, uh, all right, let, let's see. This is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting question. I don't know how I'm going to word this here without kind of giving it away, but, uh, let's see what NBA or all right. What guy from Moorhead state, uh, led more, or, okay. Hmm. I don't want to give it away. So I'm trying to think how I want to word this. All right. All right. We'll start with this. Who is the last, what, all right. What guy from Moorhead state was drafted last? Can you, can you think of him? Oh, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because I, I, I do think this guy led them to their last NCAA appearance, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So that's why I didn't want to, you know, word it the way I did. But, uh, yeah, we'll just go with what uh, what was the name of the last guy from Warhead State to get drafted. I think yeah, – I don't- I don't. I can't think off the top of my head. I know I'm gonna be like, oh wow, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way as Allie. Just say the answer. I think he. I want to say he got drafted by the Nuggets. If that helps. Dang. He definitely. He definitely played for the Nuggets. I, I know that. Do, do you want me you to? May look, you may look it up. No, no, you can't look it up. I'll. I'll <laughs> do, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I yeah. want to. I want to say. I think I'm. I'm like 99 sure on this. Kenneth Freed. That sounds right. Does that, that sound? Yeah, does that, that sounds. That sounds like that sounds like a winner. I I think I he he got drafted by them or he got drafted so he's fresh out of college. He yeah. le, he led Moorhead State in, in, to the NCAA tournament and I think that was the last time they were in it. Possibly, I mean, they could have been in it earlier, but that was just the one time I specifically remember them being in it. And I and I want to say that they might have even won a game when he was on the team. Don't don't so quote. The next coming. Of- Kenneth Farid is on the school for head state team. I, I, like. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've just now, 
I mean, it'll be interesting to see uh, who they match up with. So watch out for Kenneth Freed Jr. to, to somehow magically pop up on <laughs> on that team. So uh, my mid-major, I'm going to go with uh, St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies. Um, Bonnies. They got a big game with VCU uh, for the A-10 championship coming up. So, uh, I mean, Is VCU already in? Are they in? I, I think VCU's in. I think both these teams are in. So whoever whoever loses, uh, they're just going to get the lower seed. I can see the Bonnies being, you know, anywhere from like a eight eight to eleven seed. So uh, and the same with VCU, they're probably going to fall in that that eight to eleven seed. So, uh, but yeah, the Bonnies are hot, um, and uh, I think they can do some damage. I think I'm trying to think off the top of my head in my bracketology. I want to say I have them. I want to say I have them as a. 8, 9, 10 seed, I, I believe I do, maybe, I think I have them at 10 seed, I think Joe Lenardi also has them as a 10 seed facing off, against, I think you had Bonaventure at 10, yeah, and so that's, did, that's one I'm pretty sure about, so did Lenardi, he has St. Bonnie's playing San Diego State, 7-10 matchup, and then possibly potentially playing uh, the Cougars from Houston, so, um, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting March, so, uh, with that being said, I'm working on a Trying to figure out a new logo for Chalk Talk. That way I can officially get the IG page going. So I don't want to I don't want to officially start the IG page until I get the the new logo up. So once once that's finalized, we will get to that IG page. So um, any last words, fellas, before we uh, wrap it up here? Yeah, we'll give one hammer. One hammer. One single hammer. For tonight? Just uh, until the next podcast. <laughs> okay, until the next podcast. Um, okay. Hammer, so hammer, hammer. I'm, I'm get, my personal hammer is going to be to take Illinois as the outright winner of the Big Ten Championship. Okay. I, I like that hammer. I, I know Michigan's people are still falling for the Michigan trap. Uh, they're not that good. Mark my words. <laughs> and if you think Ohio State, you probably have never watched college basketball before. Because they're not good. Thank you very much. All right. Sporty, what's your hammer? Hammer. I think the Wolverines will win the wow. Big Ten tournament. Big Ten, okay. Big Ten tournament. After, um, losing, after losing today. Hmm. Okay. What, they, they lose today. They're on the verge of going to be losing oh, today. Gee, yes. I, I did not know that. Um, yes. See, I, I want Michigan to, to win the Big Ten tournament. Um, I'd like to see Baylor win the Big 12 tournament. Um, overrated. But, overrated. But, but, but here's the deal. I think that you have to take the field in the Big 12 tournament and you have to take the field in the Big 10 tournament. Right. So um, I, I don't want to say exactly who, but I mean, I know you can't necessarily hammer this in, in, in odds. You have to pick an exact team. But uh, I would say... See, I, I would have said West Virginia to win the Big 12, but they just lost. Yeah. To, they, what? How about we just finish this out with some with the uh, five conference predictions real quick, run them straight through. Oh, okay, that, that, that that's perfect. All right, um, perfect. we'll start with we'll start with ACC. Who you guys got winning? Okay, the ACC tournament. I think it's completely up in the air. I'm gonna go with Virginia. Virginia, okay, sporty. All right. I'm going to go with, uh, they're going to turn their season around, Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. Hammer it now. I'm going to go with the Seminoles as well. I think they're going to bounce back after a disappointing loss to Notre Dame. Um, Big Ten. 
Sporty. Good old Big Blue, Michigan. Uh, I like Illinois the way they're playing. Um, but, 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 I am going to go with the Wolverines to bounce back, even though uh, Illinois coach, yeah, even, right even though Illinois is going to have Io, I, I, they, didn't win, they didn't win the Big Ten, so knock it off. <laughs> knock the winners. He, he's, an, he's an incredible coach, and I guess they're just going to have to smack him back. <laughs> All right, moving on. Big Twelve. Big 12, I'm going to go Baylor. I think they are very, very good. Okay. Sporty? I'll go with the oldest team right now in the Big 12. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. All right. Um, so, what? I just went against my hammer technically by picking Michigan because I said to just take the field. Um, <laughs> so, you know what? We're just going to change that hammer. If lock in the Baylor Bears and the Michigan Wolverines to win – other uh, conference tournaments. That that's I'm gonna flip the script there with my with my hammer because I I want to see Michigan win the Big Ten, so that's why I picked them. But for a crazy hammer, that's why I didn't. But anyway, scratch that new hammer. Put in the nail, two nails. Michigan, Baylor. That's a lock. Wrap it up. One seeds. All right, moving on. Uh, SEC. For me, I'm gonna go with the Arkansas Razorbacks playing good basketball. All right, sporty. SEC. You know what? Just like in football, the Crimson Tide. All right. Yeah, that, I was going to say, those are really the only two teams I think I'd have a legit chance of winning this. Um, I'm going to go with Arkansas. They're playing some good basketball, um, and, and I think that they're going to knock off the, the Crimson Tide. So, And then, um, all right, I know we our listeners can't see this, but I'm going to put this in quotes, uh, the Conference of Champions and the Pac-12, because I feel like the Pac-12 is just – they're, 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 I think they could be considered a, a mid-major at this point now in, in all sports. Right. Not in all sports, but but basketball and football, they should be they should be a mid-major. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's a weak conference, but Oregon is a great basketball program. I'm going to go yeah, with yeah. Oregon. They always find a way to you know have a really good team in March, too, and I always love watching. Yeah, yeah. Richard Dylan Brooks. Yep. Chris Boucher, those guys are all fun to watch, so I'm going to go with Oregon. Yeah, yeah no, hate, no hate to Oregon here, but... I would say Oregon and Arizona, they're 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 leading the way in, in basketball. Um obviously Arizona can't can't dance this year, but uh Sporty, who who do you have? Pac twelve. I'm gonna go with the sleeper this year. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the uh Colorado Rocky High, Mountain Highs. Uh, hey. Colorado <laughs> Hey, that's not the same school. That's that's yeah, yeah, that's not the it's same school. <laughs> <laughs> complete end of the two opposite ends of the, of the United States right there. Um, Mick okay. Nixon, Colorado and WVU. Um, but yeah, so, so the Buffaloes, Hey, that's not, that's not a, I wouldn't say that's a, necessarily a sleeper. Cause I think Joe Lenardi has them as a, yeah, they're playing well. I think they're a five or six seed in his, uh, his bracketology. They've won four in a row. Yeah. Um, I was really looking at either the ducks, duckies or the, or the Trojans. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna go with. I mean, they just had they, they struggled with UCLA yesterday. They had a big comeback win. So I'm gonna say I'm not gonna pick USC. That I was originally gonna pick them, but uh, I'm gonna agree with Hadley here with the Ducks. Um, they've been here before and they know how to how to get it done. So and I, I think they're a, they're a safe pick here. So Oregon Ducks lock it. So. So those are our conference uh, 
conference champions heading into uh, this this coming up week. So, um, but yeah, that uh, I think that wraps it up, fellas. That sounds sounds like a plan. So we'll be back uh, next Sunday. Probably gonna hopefully record What's on next Sunday, fellas. Ho- hopefully, if not I Sunday, knew, if, if not Sunday morning, maybe maybe looking at Saturday, just something before uh, selection Sunday. So high noon, high noon Sunday. Well, oh, First of all, don't even get me started with the show High Noon. Um, that that need that needs to get off the air. That that show and Bill Walton need to detach. Yeah. ESPN just needs to detach them because it, that should not represent the brand of ESPN. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be back next Sunday, Saturday, Sunday ish. Breakdown, uh, March Madness, um, and uh, give our predictions. So. We will send it next week. Uh, Thanks for listening.